Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And we are back, the Underdog Jets podcast with uh, Mr. Wayne Corbett. And a few things have happened in Jets land recently. Uh, number 80, it looks like there's a new number eight at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, and you know my feeling? You know, we've talked about it. I think this roster's loaded, and people could laugh, but it's not hyperbole when, when people are talking about AFC Championship game Super Bowl with this roster and Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since we spoke. Yeah. Uh, that's the big news. That's the big news. Obviously, uh, you know, it's been a while since we heard worse bizarre that, you know, that it would be coming and they'd be trading for him, but uh it's finally here. Uh, it's nice to see him out there in the, on the field of Florham Park. Uh, and this is just a lot of excitement, uh, you know, in this upcoming season. Yeah. And, it, you know, he's 39, right? So people are going to, you know, the naysayers are going to get on the age. But we've talked about it. This is a different NFL. Like yeah. These guys are taken care of, these quarterbacks. They are taken care of. And 39 isn't what it was in the 80s or even the 90s during your era. So I'm not worried about him losing a step whatsoever you know i think that thumb injury really impacted him last year and and i i think uh the afc East should watch out yeah i mean well you know he's just with 18th year whatever it is you know, he said you know brady's played into his 40s yeah he takes care of himself i mean he looks in great shape um but uh you know he he has something you either have it or you don't that it factor uh, and that doesn't go away <laughs> Uh, with old age. So, uh, you know, he's coming off not last year before that, you know, MVP seasons. So uh, I'm not concerned in, in the least uh, how many years he's been in the league. Yeah, and the intro, well, it's funny, we missed, you know, we haven't done a show in about two months. We missed that whole time period of the agonizing wait with this yeah. guy. And it was getting to Jets fans. I get it because he went on the McAfee show and, and declared his intent and crazier things have happened. But the one thing with Rodgers and that Niners rumor came up, and I think it was completely made up, folks. Right. You got to understand the media has a job to do, and it'll, its job in the social media age is to elicit emotion. You know, that's the bottom line, whether it's anger, frustration, hope. The goal is to elicit the max emotion. And that Niners rumor was garbage. And I know it was frustrating, but the one thing about Rodgers, he may be a little quirky, but he usually sticks by his word. And that's what yeah. kept me confident the entire time. Yeah. Like you said, um, you know, once we lost out on Carr and, you know, the names they were mentioning, you know, if we didn't get Rodgers, I knew at that point, Joe Douglas and Woody and Christopher Johnson, we're going to do whatever it took. I know, yeah. you know, people were concerned, but we knew it was going to happen before the draft, obviously, because draft picks were involved. Yeah, but, Green Bay uh, had to have it. 
Yeah. So um, yeah, it had happened more for them than for us. For sure. Uh, and where are they going to get to pick? But like you said, you know, people, you know, the, the 49ers thing, you know, they come out, somebody said they were going to look to draft that running back in the first, I'm like, why would you even say that? You know what I mean? Just stuff people put out there. But uh, I think we, it was a collective sigh of relief when we saw him in the building, you know, and getting the contract and everything. So now, uh, now that we caught our breath, we can look forward to, uh, to training camp and then, then, uh, but beyond that, yeah. What did you think about the introductory presser? You know, it was, I wasn't there, but I saw the questions asked and I saw Rogers was all smiles. Woody is happier than a pig in the mud right now. It, it was really a, a celebratory mood that and Rogers at, at the Rangers game Saturday yeah. night. And then the Knicks game the next day in the afternoon, he went one for one Rangers won, Thank God. And they better win tonight too. I saw someone put let's go devils in the comments that how dare you. On this I show, Rangers too. <laughs> yeah, like how dare you? So Rogers really immersing himself uh, in the New York culture, huh? Listen, um, you know we're we're a, a Jets football family, but my wife, you know, I showed her. She saw the press conference. Yeah, she saw the comments, and then I showed her. You know, he was at the uh, the game. They put him at the big screen, and she said this twice. She said he must have hired a PR team. Mm. for coming here because he's doing all the right things showing up in all the right spots and uh you know he's making the effort but the fact that he's there working out with the team which he hasn't done in the past um lets you know he he's in 100 percent. yeah he, he's and he it's genuine like you yeah. could tell with some guys if it's genuine or not and with him you know people take it as a as a uh you know a, a criticism of him that is quirky but some of his quirkiness is about he's just genuine. He's too genuine. He tells the truth too often in some situations where it gets him in trouble, where other people just toe the company line. Uh, so that's good to see that he's, he's really taking it in stride and people wondered about the retirement comments. Would he be all in man? I mean, if he, he's a competitor and I know he's not Michael Jordan, but, these guys, to get to this level, you have to have a competitiveness about you that's just absurd. And he wants to stick it to the Packers for sure. And it's and it's um, it's there that competitiveness. Yeah. He's not coming in just to collect checks, you know, right out of his career. He came to win, um, and uh, just this level of excitement. You know, we're instantly relevant again. We have, you know, the draft went well, but you know, I was looking back. You know, I know Rodgers is. One major thing is he takes care of the ball, um, mm. and whatever the production is. I'm, I was looking at these stats. You know, you know, we looked at you know interceptions and fumbles. You know, last dozen years. So these were his stats in uh, touchdowns to interceptions. I don't even know how this is possible if you consider tip passes and whatever else. So not last year, but before that, going back. Uh, 37 and 4, 48 and 5, 26 and 4, 25 and 2, 40 touchdowns, 7, 31 and 8, 38 and 5, 17 and 6, 39 and 45. Dude, he hasn't thrown 10 picks in 12 years in a row. That's yeah. so that's insane. That's yeah. insane. And that was the biggest thing is ball protection, uh, no turnovers. And we almost went to the playoffs with what we had. So add this guy in and getting back Veer Tucker and Becton and Brees Hall. I mean, there's, there's a lot of excitement, man. 
Yeah, it's silly. I mean, the stuff he's put up in terms of stats and, you know, he's another guy who who sat the first, what, three three years of his career. Um, that's the other thing. How much will it help Zach Wilson? You know, the Jets are a huge fan of him. Even if they wanted to move on, it's not smart when his value is this low. You know, just being around this guy for one, uh, most likely two years. I'd be surprised if he's only here one year, but he's not going to commit to it, obviously. But I think that's the way it's rolling. It Dude, could be a big thing for Zach Wilson, too. 475 touchdowns, 105 interceptions. That's 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 insane. And he hasn't always had, like, uh, the best receivers. No. But um, um, what he has now, uh, it's just uh, – I think if he could just bring half of that in, uh, oh, like you said, this was my point. I forgot yeah. three years he sat out. So, you know, deduct that three years from his age and how many years he's been in the league. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't take a beating for, for those first three years of his career. That's, that's true. That's very true. And, you know, I, I would, it, it's why I want, I think I thought it was a no brainer between him and Carr. Carr was appealing because he's a little younger. He, he would, buy-in he's that good teammate you know Rodgers is too but Carr was appealing but I I just thought it was one of those situations where you had to go the simplest route and say who's better and Rodgers yeah. is the better quarterback by a mile yeah I'll, I mean it's you know you can't and especially Carr you know had Devontae and Waller and Renfro and Josh Jacobs and it didn't have a good year but you know we, we were nervous about you know, who was it after that? Percent, Minshew, whatever. Yeah, no, there was nothing really. We got our quarterback. Listen, Woody, like I said, and Christopher made it happen. Uh, they said that's what they wanted. Um, Joe Douglas found the way. But uh, Woody, what were your thoughts on on the, on the draft picks uh, this year? We'll get into that. Um, let's bring it up. Actually, let's go to the questions first. Actually, one more thing. What do you think about him taking eight? Did you think there was any chance he would go with number 12 for no. Namath? Nah, no. I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't either. That's nice for Namath to say, but that's how much it means to him. But you know, uh, Rogers did the right thing by what he said. You know, that's Joe's yeah. number. Um, and um, you know, I already saw number eight jerseys at the uh, draft party the other night, uh, and some of them were handmade, with like duct tape. Yes, yeah. Rogers. the classic. That was Elijah Moore, right? Elijah Moore too. What did you think about that trade? Yeah. I mean, sending well, he was number eight, right? Yes, he was number eight. Yeah, you know what? For them to be on a winning streak and for him to ask for a trade was selfish, and I said that yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't what he was expected to be. So, uh, you know, I wish him the best where he is, but uh, you know, I'd rather not have a guy like that on the team. We talked about it at the time. I agree with you. This is why I'm not Joe Douglas and I'm not an NFL GM because I would have overreacted and traded him for nothing right Right. after that. So, you know, kudos for Joe Douglas. I think he understood that. Yes, this is not good for team chemistry and culture, but a AVT and Brees just went down for the year. We're in tough shape anyway. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. So, all right, let's get into the draft picks. Actually, let me expose this guy. Verge Tibbs. How dare you? Let's go devils. What is wrong with you, man? Like, you know, 45 minutes, the Rangers devils game seven. How can you do that? You know, knowing where my heart is Uh nice profile picture though. One of the great standup comedians of right now. <laughs> um, all right. Draft picks. What did you think about the draft overall? First pick. Uh, I said it in real time. I hopped on someone's show. I think they just ran out of time. 
And and the swap with Green Bay, 15 and 13, I think hurt him here. Right. That's okay. You know, it's the price you pay. Uh, I, I tend to believe Douglas was trying to trade down because they loved Will McDonald. He's a athletic, I wouldn't say undersized, but, you know, like a Bryce Huff, really athletic edge. And people don't like it because it's not, he's not going to play a, a crazy percentage of the snaps, but you can't look at D line like four, there's four starters. There's eight now. And they needed another sub uh, edge pass rusher, like a Huff, a really athletic guy because Lawson, JFM, even Jermaine to a point, Jermaine's more balanced. Right. They're not those guys. Huff and McDonald now are those, that one, two punch where they could rotate in those situations. Um, you, you know what the thing is? Like, I think the big thing was never, he was never mentioned. That's true. So yeah. People didn't do any research on the guy. And, you know, I didn't, like I said, I think they got caught off guard, uh, not getting the guy who went at 14. But when you see the highlights of him, I mean, his motor is great. His move, you know, the spin, whatever he's been doing is working because he's got the, you know, the big 12 or whatever record for sacks. Um, set all kind. The statistics are there. The motor's there, and he's only going to get better being coached by Salah uh, and, and that defense, defensive squad. So once I saw, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, how he's played, I, I felt a little better, actually a lot better uh, about the pick. Yeah, it's true. Even though he's a first-round talent, you know, rumored to go, projected to go late first round, he wasn't talked about a lot because that's just the nature of the draft. It's, yeah. it's going to be the top 10, top 15 we're talked about. Uh, but the other thing, and this might be the the cherry on top that cements it in terms of his status in the NFL, and we'll know right away, I think. We'll know pretty early. Uh, he played a three three five in college, which is normal for college. You're not wide in that situation. You're playing a 4-I, even 5 technique sometimes, so you're lined up on the tackle. In the Jets scheme, he's going to get wide. He's going to be really wide in past situations and just go, go for the quarterback. Gotcha. So yeah, at 240, 239, you know, he's going to be playing a, a more comfortable position that suits him. Yeah, they're going to let him loose. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be, you know, a Pro Bowl player in the beginning of his career. You know, yeah, no. coaching, but this kid will not be will not be a bust. I, I, you know, I've seen them reach for people, you know, in the past and all the way back to when I played, but the way this guy plays and how hard he plays usually that kind of a effort, you know, equals a equals a positive play for that defense. That's a great point. He's, he's always effort. He's a a five-year guy in college, redshirt senior, another Joe Douglas type pick. Yeah. Um, The second round is where they really, this is the pick everyone loves. And I love it too. Wisconsin center, Joe Tipman, two P's, two N's. I got to remind myself when writing his name, in an article, um, you know, Wisconsin linemen always work out their 10 year starters in the NFL. You know, if you get a first, second, third, even later rounds, but this guy's going to be, this guy's an early second. He could have gone in the first. He's that good. And it was rumored that Doug Douglas was trying to trade up into the late first to get him. And right. he fell to them in the early second. So I'm thrilled with this pick him and McGovern are going to be battling it out for the starting center right away. Yeah. People are like, Oh, we have a center. We have this. Yeah, like you said, same on defense. You need depth um, and versatility. He can play guard. He can play center. Yeah, McGovern can move. Um, you know, and the other the other lineman they got can move. Yeah. Um, so if you have Beckton back, 
and, and t- Vera Tucker you could put anywhere and just with these guys they've added. Like you said, this Tippman pick, he is he is a, a very good player and it's no joke. People have said he's a he is a 10-year starter in the NFL. And mm-hmm. uh, like you said, another effort, technique, um guys like that don't bust. You just they just need to stay healthy. But like I said, with Jets have good coaching staff. They're only gonna they're only gonna get better. Uh and they fit the uh, you know, the personality of this team. Uh, let's get to the messages. Jason Barrel, Wayne Corbett, how you doing? Salute to Sabo. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Uh, legend killer. I think the last 12 years have ruined me. Oh, dude, legend killer. Uh, I hear people saying the floor for this team this year is AFC East champs, and I just get freaked out. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is a good problem to have, legend killer. Yeah, it's um, it's not that far fetched. Um, like you said, you stay healthy, you know, everybody does what they're supposed to do. Rogers comes in. Um, why not? You know what I mean? They're going to be, they're going to be up there, uh, with Buffalo, obviously. But, uh, if you look at last year's Buffalo team and, you know, compared to this and our jet team last year to this, I think we've made much, much more improvement than last year. I don't know what they did in the draft or, for agency, but I don't see how they've uh, got that much better than they were last year, which wasn't good enough, obviously, to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, the sign the Jets roster is already loaded is that it's very difficult now for Douglas to pick players who are going to be starting immediately. Yeah. You know, like that's even Tipman, it, it regular roster, you know, rebuilding roster. Tipman's a starter, hands down, no question about it. But McGovern is solid enough where it's going to be, it's going to be a competition. Um, yeah. let's see, Tony Miscav Miscavi. Sorry about butchering their last name there, Wayne. You are my favorite jet of all time, Wayne. How you, how you feel about that? I still feel good, you know, at the draft party. Um, it was nice, a lot of father son, uh, they're young and old, yeah. And people, um, had some great things to say, you know, like I guess you're, you're probably sick of hearing that. I'm like, I'm not, yeah, it's nice to know. Um, you know, how people uh, kind of took me in and positive effect I had in their life. And then with the younger kids, you know, the dad's trying to explain. And I'm just like looking at the kid. I'm like, you don't know who I am. Dude. <laughs> He's looking at me. The dad's like, I know you are, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. reporting that my pitch, you know, my name in the ring of honor. And, and it's that. and it's, you know, in defense of the dads, it's tough to explain you sometimes, yeah. you know, because very rarely does a player come along where he's not drafted in the first round and, and has the career you have. It's ve- it, it takes a while. It, you need a novel, basically. Yeah, they um, tell him, they say that to the kid, and the kid's looking like he's like, that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I joke. I'm like, I promise you, yeah. Was, you know, yeah, I promise you, yeah. No, I don't get sick of hearing it. Um, you know, just always grateful. Yep. Um. Let's get one more in here. Barrel again. It's good to see my favorite 1999 player on the show. 1999. Come on now. 95 to 2005, right? Yeah. Yeah. 95 to 11 years. But yeah, 99. The season that could have been. That's that's what always sticks in my head for that season. Yeah. I saw Vinny recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we always go back to that. I say, well, you know, you know, after I broke my foot in the last preseason game and he tore his Achilles the first game, it was like, I remember sitting on our couches with our 
legs getting iced watching the games and just like what happened like this this is not what's supposed to happen after uh, making the AFC yeah. championship but uh yeah remember the good years not the bad years mm-hmm. all right let's get one more question then back to the draft we got about 10 minutes left. Hey, Wayne, macro uh, question. How has the receiver position evolved? How would your skill set fare in today's game? I think it'd be great. Kidding me? You know, uh, you know like you said, the slot position wasn't really a thing when I came in. But um, you know what's funny? I was doing an appearance last year with Lavernius. A guy comes up to me, really short guy, and he looks at me. He's like, I always want to ask you a question. He said, do you think you would have had a better career if you were taller? And I was like, what is that? What does that even mean? It's the dumbest question I ever heard. Listen, my my game, I think, would be great for these days because they're not allowed to hit you. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're going past the linebackers in the zone, past the middle linebacker to the dead spots, you know, they'd hit you, you know, hit you in the head, hit you wherever you want, hit you late. Uh, I could play – Barring concussions, 20 years now. Yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, receivers definitely have an advantage. You know, they want an offensive game, a lot of scores uh, these days. But, um, yeah, it's evolved just based on the route running uh, and just the formations. That every year somebody comes up with creative stuff. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it gets better every year. But I certainly think I'd, I'd do great in this uh, day and time. Yeah, I agree. The jet motions, the orbit motions, the the read options. and. If, yeah. guy, if guys can't touch you off the line, I mean, beyond five year, uh, five yards and the f- laundry's coming out, forget about it. Go back uh, to my career. In my career, I didn't catch one bubble uh, slip screen or one bubble screen. Wow, that's and true. Like, that is I, I didn't catch, you know, not one. I didn't catch not one ball behind the line of scrimmage in 11 years. Yeah, not even a smoke screen, nothing. Like nothing, nothing real quick where the corner's off. Nothing. Um, on the other side, you you were sneaky strong. You had sneaky strength, and your value was that you went over the middle in a fearless way, where other guys wouldn't do it. So yeah. that part of it, I could see, but I agree. When corners can't touch you, forget about it. Yeah, when you know when you're going down the middle or this not the fact that they can't hit you high or low, it's not that it's easier, but it's in the back of your mind, like. I'm not getting my head taken off. Or mm-hmm. in the past, it was like, you didn't know what the hell was going to happen. You just kind of like, you know, protected yourself. All right, get the draft picks. Yeah, let's go back. So we went through McDonald, Tipman. I'm seeing a lot of creative McDonald t-shirts made by Jets independent uh, content creators, which is interesting. Tipman's so I was mangled at the draft party. He he thought that kid uh, – uh, Tibbin has a, a great future. Uh, That's great, good. Great skill set. Yeah. That's good. Uh, they didn't have round three. Due to all the trades, round four, they took Carter Warren, who, from all indications, he's raw, but he's really long. Like, like he's the brickish off Ferguson long with his arms. Um, and he, he fell back because he missed a lot of games last year, is what I heard. I really didn't dig into his stuff too much, but hey, if you're going to take depth here why not grab a guy who's long who who might have a bigger upside than people think at tackle yeah good uh and, and it's a good program so he plays against some good competition so mm-hmm. uh, who's the next guy and we got another pit kid so they went two pit kids back to back 
you know what, I'll try to pronounce his name right now, but Israel Abinaconda. Um, they'll, they'll have a nickname for him, sure. Yes, for sure. Conda. Something, I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be, we got to do something. Israel, I have a feeling I'm going to hear a lot yeah. of Israels on the practice field this summer. Is, is he? Is, is he? from New Jersey, right? Uh, yeah, I think he is a local. Brooklyn, is, was it Brooklyn? Let's see. No, there's one kid from New York, but there's one kid from like, Right, right where I grew up, um, man, uh, like the so Shaker Pass. They say this kid was born in Brooklyn. He may have grown up in Jersey, though. Yeah, so they know they got some local kids, but um, I'm sure someone will put it on there. But yeah, yeah, this someone kid, always, uh, so. Just they said you, you don't hear much about these guys, and then you see tape on them. I know it's obviously the best of the best plays, mm-hmm. but uh, this kid's explosive, and people are like, "Why are you know, running back?" You know, we got uh, Michael Carter and, um, you know, Brees Hall, um, Bam Knight. So I think we got rid of Ty Johnson, but um, yes. yeah, we you did. can never have too much depth. Um, no, and yeah. Brees, it's going to be slow going for Brees at first, too. Yeah, they're not going to give him a full load. Mm-mm. So I like the pick. He ran a 40 time, an absurd 40 time. Yeah. Uh, 4-3 or 4-2-9. It, it was insane. You know what? He he might end up being a, a, a kick returner. You know yeah, what I mean? That, yeah, that's a good call out. Yeah, these guys are these guys these guys are going to play special teams. These these uh you know skill mm-hmm. guys and even the bigger guys later in the draft. These guys will be on the wedge or protecting on you know punt and field goal. So these guys will find the role if they can play. Hundred um, percent. And then. Another round six pick was Zaire Zaire Barnes out of Western Michigan. This guy's a, a second level stand up linebacker as opposed to an edge. And again, it, they need depth there. I mean, they got Mosley, they got Quincy. Uh, I don't, Quan's still not back with the team, but I heard that they're trying to bring him back or it might have already happened. I'm not sure. I think he'll be back. Uh, they just, they need another body there. And your point to special teams, he could be a big special teamer for them. Yeah, like you get these these backup linebackers, these backup running back fullbacks, you know, safety. These are the guys that become these special teams uh, demons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Eagle Fang Master Brooklyn was a real. So he's from Brooklyn, uh, but Carter he was from Patterson, uh, which is right next to where I grew J- up. Jalen Carter? Uh, no, the guy we. Uh, uh, Carter oh, Warren. the tackle, the tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, from yeah. Patterson, which is right where I grew That's up. That's right. So, Carter uh, Warren yeah, is also a local boy. Yeah, That's I it. So him. both pick guys, both pick guys are local. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know what? It's going to be a, a treat for for uh, his family. I'm sure he's going to get uh, like I did my first home preseason game or game. You know, forty, fifty tickets. Like you know. So his game checks can be, uh, you know, in, in, in tickets for, I'm sure, his, yeah. his first game. So but uh, it's nice to have a local kid. So true. And then and then to round out the uh, class for them, another round sixer, the probably the best name they drafted, Jarek Bernard Converse. I mean. JBC. JBC. They were saying that when I was looking at the picks that stand out or this and that, this is the kid they thought was one of, you know, the best picks uh, that the Jets had. I don't know much about him, but obviously 
played in a great program in LSU, but they uh, they really like this pick. Yeah, DBs at LSU. I mean, it's so many. It's defensive players in general, but I, I agree. This could be, when you're late in the draft, go for high upside. You know, don't yeah. worry about, you know, safe. You you, you want to go best player available. Don't worry about position that much and, and swing for the fences. And I think this guy falls in that category. Listen, from what I've heard from, um, you know, reporters, or whatever it is, you know, they're all high character, high effort guys. Which is uh, what you want. It's not like, oh, this guy's got a great skill set. He's just got to play harder. Or uh, I haven't heard the term, you know, very good, but takes plays off. Yeah, like low you motor. They think, oh, well, maybe we can get them better shape or get their mindset better. You know what I mean? I haven't mm-hmm. heard that about one of these picks. You know, these guys, these kids are all coming to play. Yeah, and another thing is uh, JBC senior, another senior. Douglas loves those seniors, uh, right. three, four-year players from Shreveport, 6'1", 6'1", 197. So he's he's lanky. He's got range. He's he's sort of, you know, he's perfect for that quarter, quarters, cover three uh, corner spot. Yeah, I don't see a safety or a, a corner. Yeah, I know we were looking for a safety. I'm not sure. Yeah, they didn't snag a safety. Although they're, I got to look at the undrafted list still. I have not gotten up on that, but I'd be interested to see how many safeties they signed in terms of undrafted. I wasn't sure what they were going to do because I know going in the second round, uh, that kid Branch from Alabama, the safety was available, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if if he fell to us, would we take him? Um, but uh, that, you know, I want to ask you about. What were your, was your feeling? Because you know you know more about than me with the Will Levis kid not getting drafted in the first round. That was terrible to watch. Yeah, that was, that was tough. I mean, yeah, it's so tough with quarterbacks too because you don't know. Like you what just don't know. And it, I mean, yeah, it happened with Aaron Rodgers too. Remember? Yeah, but like, yeah, he didn't go first. You figured he would have went to the Niners instead of Alex Smith because he was from played a cow, right. but. And then he dropped to like 20, I think. But yeah, Levy, Levy's didn't even go in the first round. It's tough. It's tough. What could, yeah, you know? I don't want to give too much time to him, but when you put mayonnaise in your coffee and eat bananas whole and like, you know, I don't know, he's a weirdo. But yeah, showing the old, uh, you know, I watched the um, top 10 draft slides. I always watch top 10s on uh, uh, NFL Network. Yeah. Uh, I know Geno Smith was on there and they showed me announcing the pick, which was pretty funny. Uh, but uh, Aaron was number one, and uh, if you see the video, he, he looks like he's 15 years old. So yeah, he looks young. It's sitting back there, and you know what? He 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 took it. He smiled. He waited his turn, uh, and and look what he's become. And and we're happy and glad to have him. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Gino, I wouldn't say throw a fit, but he was aggravated. He left, if I remember correctly. Like he was not happy. Um, no. Right, there's so, some kids who didn't even show up for the second, second day of the draft because they didn't get uh get picked, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, and I can understand it. It's just, oh. it's a tough it's a tough thing. Yeah, so um, hey, it happens, but just because you weren't drafted in the first round, don't mean you're not gonna have a successful career. Right. I'm All right, let's wrap that. this baby up on some questions here. Uh, Wayne, we need you to visit New Jersey and play catch with A-Rod. Aaron Rodgers, he's talking about. Not Alex Rodriguez. Wayne's baseball career is in the tank, folks. 
people people are like uh you know we meant to me we need you guys back you know can you go play i said i can catch yeah. i catch anything but i don't know if i can run <laughs> yeah especially i, I got those... one good like uh seamer out in me uh, <laughs> my, my legs will fall off but uh, here's the question would you put those new illegal well they should be illegal but those new illegal ultra tacky gloves on or no not nah, for one play we're going, we're going you going old school uh the bare hands uh you know it's you know, I know I wore gloves more towards the end of my career um, when, or when it got cold. It just balls like a brick and it, it's slippery. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nice to be, you know, known for a guy who didn't wear gloves because for some, you know, people, people appreciated that. I don't know. I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was always a big topic of conversation. Like, yeah. you know it. And when people, the fans are watching, they, they love it. They appreciate it. Like, yeah. anything – Anything old school or natural, um, Carlos, gentlemen, looking, looking this at this future tense. These are my picks after the NFL season: Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Jets, Ravens, Chargers, Jags. Uh, he's Carlos is talking about the playoff teams. He's picking those seven. I mean, you know, it's very tough to pick it at this point. It rarely goes chalk. But if you're going to power rank them, the Jets absolutely belong in the top four, in my opinion. Listen. We're in the conversation. Yeah. And um, if if we don't make the playoffs minimum, then, you know, last year it was like we hoped, you know, kids got better. This happened. We, you know, some some great diamonds we found, you know, uh, and it was what it was. It didn't work out. But that would be like a stop. It'd be like an epic fail if we didn't at least make the playoffs next year. And there's always a chance, but – if everybody stays healthy, I just do not see that happening. No, I agree. Uh, Matthias Simon Garfield, thumbs up. Been watching Wayne since then. Great jet. So you've been wa- you watched Wayne in high school in Garfield, Matthias. We got to ask you that. See what you say. That was a long, long time ago. Yeah, my I wasn't born in Garfield because there's no hospital in Garfield. But we were. My family was living in Garfield when I was born. So. Yeah. Uh, two two Garfield uh, fellas in the house. Unfortunately, I left. You know, a year later. You know what people were saying. You know, the sign still um, points up towards Lodi, our uh, rival. When you come from Lodi to Garfield, and it said, uh, you know, Garfield home of Wayne Corbett. Yep. Um, but two more guys went pro from Garfield, so it's home of Wayne Corbett, Miles Austin, Miles and Austin. Luis Castillo. Who was so who's the, who's the third one? Louis Castillo, he was a D lineman for the Chargers. Yeah. Drafting the first round, actually, in Miles Austin, who had a hell of a career. So for three guys to have played, you know, and played and had some great playing time from a small town like uh like that, uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um one more KD, Wayne, Robbie. Was there a prospect you guys personally wanted the Jets to draft or sign as a UDFA? That's a good question, Wayne. You got anyone on your mind there? Um, I don't. I didn't see the list of the uh, undrafted guys. Yeah, um, me neither. I got. We got to look into that. But, but I tell you, for one of my guys was I was really, and I know it was a deep tight end class, but I was thinking that they may not have been locked in on tackle as much as everyone thought in the first round, and it makes sense that they drafted that tight end. Oh, we forgot about that tight end. They drafted this six seven tight end with name? their last uh shoot. Jay's name. Uh I heard Jets fans are excited about it. 
Yeah, uh, you can pronounce it one of two ways. Yeah, Zach Kuntz. All right, you could or Kuntz. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, pronunciation uh, yeah. to be determined, and for now, your call. Um, yeah, Kuntz or Kuntz. Like, yeah, that's like um, they mis- you know they mispronounced my name on the road when I was a rookie. So sure, I'm man. in forward to Wayne Corbett is in parentheses. Uh, K-R-A-B Krabat. That's a butcher job right there. And it's Zach, too, this guy's first name. So it's a writer's worst nightmare. Kuntz, Kuntz, Zach, when you don't know if it's a -A Z-A-C-H or Z-A-C-K. This guy is just bringing the pain to everyone, let me tell you. Leave it it to Jeff fans to uh, make a big deal of the seventh-round picks uh, last year because it sounds like something else. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, hey, you know what, though? He's got the kind of name, though, if he would come a fr- pr- crowd favorite and he scores. You know, For he's sure. Gonna get, he's going to get the, uh, the, the chance. Coons. Like yep. The tune and the moose, you know, from mm-hmm. uh, the Cowboys. Hey, listen, I'm happy. Um, Jed fans should be happy. Um, you know, I do listen to talk radio, and there's still small percentages. These guys just always complain about, something and it's just like stupid just be happy uh, i said last year be happy what you know we can make it the year but as far as this year just i'm i'm not afraid to say get your hopes up no like i said this you know i've played with a lot of guys um and they've had some decent quarterbacks but you know since Vinny and chad i don't think they've had anything like uh rogers coming in right and in a league where the quarterback is everything not everything but you get the point these guys yeah these guys won seven games last year with league worst quarterback play you gotta i mean you gotta score in this league like game managers you don't have trent dilfers or brad johnson's really right you know what i mean yeah that's 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 done And, and, and the fact they had so much success last year with league worst not average not you know 25th in the league league worst that is impressive so i think they're a lot loaded a lot more loaded than people think. Yeah.